Welcome to Hoops R Us, the best podcast ever. Hey guys, welcome to Hoops R Us. It's your host Xander. Hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm here with my dad today and there's so much stuff to talk about. We got two teams battling for first place in the Western Conference Finals. LeBron did a cheap shot to Stewart, and the Ball Brothers went at it. So stay tuned for an awesome episode of Hoops R Us. So for the first time in his career, LeBron got suspended. And it was because of a cheap shot he did to Isaiah Stewart. That was uh, that was interesting. So yeah, LeBron for the first time in his 19-year career was handed a one-game suspension over an elbow that LeBron to this day claims was incidental. What are your thoughts? He's soft. Of course, he's gonna apologize and stuff. I mean, I I don't. It's such a it was such a cheap shot though, because he was trying to get the rebound and Isaiah Stewart was in his way, so he just thought, oh. Let me just elbow you. And then Isaiah Stewart got mad. His, what, his note, wait, no, his eye was bleeding. It was wild. I saw it. It was bloody. You know what it reminded me of? And I don't know if it was because they were wearing Detroit Pistons uniforms. Oh, but four? That felt like the, the malice in the palace. Mm-hmm. Like with Isaiah uh, just running around and chasing LeBron and all this stuff. That was crazy. That was a little scary. Like that was wild. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't saying it was scary, but, like, I mean, yeah, we haven't seen it in a while, I felt like. I mean, we haven't seen a fight, you know, like, I think Isaiah Stewart really wanted to, like, you know, get him back, like, really, like, it was know, a, fight it, was, it wasn't even a fight. It was just an over-dramatized moment. It was like a, yeah, it was like a brawl, kind of, except no one threw, except like, nobody punches. Fought. <laughs> yeah, no one threw any, like, punches or anything. That was strange. I mean, first of all, um, LeBron definitely... In- meant to elbow him maybe he didn't expect that he was gonna bleed out and and let go have all this blood gushing out yeah because immediately after he elbowed him he went to apologize or whatever and the dude was not having it and then once he once he saw blood it was over he wanted to fight everybody yeah it was crazy though i mean westbrook wanted (laughs) westbrook westbrook got a tech because he just threw his hands up that was it, though. He didn't even, like, swing at all. He was just yeah, like, in the back. He he had his hands up, like, in fighting position. Exactly. Well, that's why. He he gets attacked for, for you know, posing. <laughs> for but posing, though, really? Like, I don't know. It, it was pretty bad, though. You know, and I know it's kind of old news now, but it's interesting because for the first time in his 19-year career, he got suspended. And I think he got suspended more for just the dramatics because all, yeah. all in all, I mean, we see guys get elbowed all the time. Yeah, but we didn't think it was going to be like a gush of blood. Though. Even with the gushing blood, he wouldn't have been suspended if, if Isaiah didn't react the way he did. If That's Isaiah would have just been bleeding on the floor, upset, walked away. In a, he could have left in a wheelchair. I think LeBron would not have been suspended unless the whole incident that happened afterwards would have happened. That's true. I mean, Stewart did make a dramatic, like, um dramatic scene and i think now people are saying that stewart is gonna get traded now um this is like bad news for him i don't know i feel like stewart was just defending himself 
It's insane. And you know what's interesting? So they just played again after that that incident. They played again, what was it, on Saturday or something like that? Yeah. LeBron had like 30, I think. Yeah, so everybody moved on. And Lakers again, were booing Stewart when he was like at the free throw line. I bet, but it goes to show nobody fights in the NBA. and Not anymore. All, all, all those dramatics, they they go away real quick, you know? That's true, that's true. So... Um, speaking of LeBron, I want to talk about just yesterday. LeBron got COVID. Yeah, that sucks. And he did not get the vaccine. That means, right? Not necessarily. Or so the, is the vaccine working? I mean, well, well, hold on. So I believe he does. Ha- he definitely has the vaccine. He said he has a vaccine, and I think the uh, the entire Lakers roster has, has a, vaccine. a vaccine. But that doesn't mean you can't get COVID. You can still get COVID. It's just not going to hurt you. Or damage your health as bad as it would as if you didn't have the vaccine. Oh, I see, I see. So he can still well, get COVID. Now my fantasy team, he's out for like two weeks. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I don't he, know why I drafted him. He's he gets injured so much. Yeah, well, but, he, but when he but when he plays, he's a stats machine. That's true. Like he always gets like his triple doubles. Yeah, but I will tell you this much though: even with him playing, they had remember that triple overtime game against the Kings. Mm-hmm. Triple overtime and the Lakers and they still lost. lost and they still lost. They lost, but on the flip side, LeBron had a monster game against the Pacers. He, yeah, that's he, true. He, and he, against the Kings, that triple overtime, he had like thirty, what three? Yeah, I don't know. He definitely did his thing, but like on that Pacers game, he brought back the silencer, that celebration. Yeah, and it was a overtime as well, I think. Right. Yep, that also went to overtime, and I think the <laughs> Lakers pulled it away. So, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. LeBron's had an eventful uh, couple of days, to say the least. Yeah, that's true. So I just criticized your team. Now you, now it's your turn. Go ahead. Oh boy! <laughs> so first, let's start. I'm gonna just start by saying before we get crazy, <laughs> Curry dropped 33 on the Clippers, and we pulled that one 105 to 90. Oh, thank you for giving me even more ammo as we get into the marquee matchup between the top two teams in the NBA. The Phoenix Suns have won, what is it, like 13, 14, 15, 17 games. 17 in a row. With, and that's point? just tied with their franchise. They've done that before. So they've won 17 in a row? Yeah, before. They're wow. tied with their franchise record. And the Warriors had won like 15 in a row, whatever it is. Mm, not really. Whatever. They had the best record in the league at that yeah, point. Yeah. So here come the Warriors. Here come the Suns. Wait. Just so you know, we're rematching them, so don't well, don't duh. get ahead of yourself. Eventually, you'll play everybody in the league. Yeah, a couple but like, of times. W- like our next matchup is already the Suns already, and the, we're playing them on Christmas. The fact is, the Suns beat down the Warriors, and to add insult to injury, how did your boy Curry do? We don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't really talk about that. I mean, if you really want me to say it. I could go deep right now. So Curry had 12 points only. In his sh- worst shooting performance of he the was, season. He was 4 for 21. 21. Ooh. Jesus. It goes to show that even the best shooter in the world sometimes has an off day, and that was it. Wow. And he sure picked the right day to have an off day. Yeah, because this is... Well, why? <laughs> it's the Suns. You have to win. Exactly, because it was the main team that everybody was looking up. Now, I will tell you this much. I will give the Warriors credit for beating... The Nets, but and the Bulls and the Lakers. There was a lot of hype coming behind this this Phoenix game because they're the top two teams and they didn't look good. And your boy Curry did not look good. It was ninety nine to one hundred four. 
So what? They lost, and Curry had how many points? My age points. 12 points. I don't know. But that being said, I still believe that... Curry's going to win MVP, so just saying that. Okay, you could have that, but I don't think they're a better team than the Suns. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay, so 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 let me... Wait, let me state my case. So, one... Who's this guy named Clay Thompson? Is he injured or not? Can you tell me that? He's not? Okay. He, so we well, don't have well, our full well, team well, yet. Well, breaking news, he's already now playing in the uh, G League He's team. in the G League, though. He's not with so, us yet. Yeah, but we got to take a look at him. Has he played yet, or he's not just yet. there? I think he's, he's just playing, practicing, right? He's just practicing. If he's really going to be there, you know, to, like, play a game. He will. I think on Friday they play. Yeah, he definitely will play a couple of games. Him and well, Wiseman are actually playing together. We're doing a surprise. We're 18-3. and three. That's without our second best player on our team. So technically, we don't have our full roster yet, and we still make it seem like we could have been in the Suns last night. I Listen, I completely agree, and I told you that before, but I think the Suns are a more complete team. I, I, and you, I know you and I were arguing about this. I think what's happening with the Warriors is more of a fluke. It's crazy how, I mean, Steph Curry has been playing out of this world. It's almost like... You rather them not play so great right off in the beginning and have this crazy streak at the end of the season because then you could ride that momentum into the playoffs, into a championship, whatever. Sure. But to me, the Warriors are playing out of this world. I mean, you've got guys like Jordan Poole that are that are dropping 15, 20. You got guys like, I mean, Wiggins. Wiggins is playing how how everybody had thought he had the potential to play. True. You've got all the all these role players that are playing kind of out of their Gary minds. Gary Payton. Gary Payton the second. His defense is serious. Yeah. By the way. Oh, who's who's his last name? What's his last name? The Glove. Exactly. Gary Payton. But you so know what? So that's the mitten right there. So he's called the mitten. Yeah. <laughs> so so listen to me, right? So um, mm-hmm. you've got all these guys that are playing how they're not supposed to be playing. Then on the flip side, this is why I think the Suns are the real deal. I think the Warriors are going to, you know, come back down to reality at some point, And then they're going to suddenly go like 500 where they say win eight games, lose eight games. I think the fact that they are off to such a great start is going to help them a lot, especially as Clay kind of gets gets ready and acclimated again. But do you think Clay is going to be, you know, Clay? I don't know. That's what's interesting. I think Clay was about to hit his peak of his prime right when he got injured. Because Clay, Again, Clay's a shooter. He doesn't exactly have great one-on-one moves. He's just a great shooter. So I don't know what Clay they're going to get, to be honest with you. I mean, same mechanics, same shooting mechanics. What could go wrong if you think about it? Because he's not a driver like, let's say, like Derek Rose was or Kobe Bryant was. So I don't think it will ruin his career. I mean, look no, at KD. No, listen, he's a shooter. At the end of the day, he's a shooter. He's you know? a true shooter, though. Like, but he it, can't, but even, he even somebody like KD, who's much bigger than Clay and Thompson. And KD can drive in sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. KD's got dribble and he can drive in. It's like Clay Thompson is such a great jump shooter. He just shoots that jumper. But again, it goes back to my original point. On the flip side, I feel that the Phoenix Suns are the real deal. I think they are playing to their potential. They are playing how they will normally play yeah. at the end of the year. They were in the finals last year. Doesn't mean that they normally play like this last year. They but, made it to the finals. All right. Well, one, the Suns didn't win the finals. Two, we said that the Suns would play teams that were not fully healthy. Like the Lakers had LeBron injured the last couple of games. Who else they played? Um, the Clippers, who did not have Kawhi. Listen, they've played twenty teams that they beat. <laughs> 
What do you mean twenty two? They're eighteen. What is it? Eighteen and two. Yeah, true. So they they played twenty games and they beat in eighteen of them. No matter how you draw it up, the fact is, I feel like they haven't missed a beat from the championship. It it feels like they were doing this on the low, and suddenly, boom, they're the best team in basketball right now. I mean, I think what's crazy was remember you have less rest time in the off season if you make like the finals and stuff. And the Bucks are off to a slow start, so they're proving that clearly. And yeah, I think that's I how I think the Suns like, are hungry. Especially yeah, the Chris Suns Paul. are like going crazy. Yeah, the Suns are hungry for that championship because they were so close. They had the advantage over and they played the, the Nuggets without Jamal Murray. See? The Suns did not play healthy teams. Now, listen, I'm with you, but at the end of the day, it's just like the Warriors. Getting off to a hot start is gonna really, really help you come playoff time because Well, here's the thing with us. We have beaten teams that are really good. Suns are already one of those teams that are really good. And if we beat them, well, that's another, you know, check on our list, right? So the Suns, you know, they're they're that good enough to beat teams like the Nets. They're that good enough to beat teams like the, the Lakers are not that good anymore. Like, um... Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Ha. Well, ask LeBron to get healthy again. But the Suns and, and like... They're, I think the Suns are the real deal. I think they're the more complete team. Like they, they're that good enough to beat the Nets, and it won't be a surprise to people. I just don't think it's realistic for somebody like Steph Curry to drop forty every single night. I mean, we just that's saw hard a, to do. That's what I'm saying. Back so, in, so I don't understand how the Warriors are so good already. I think Curry's just played so out of his mind. Also, there's times where Curry, Curry has had twelve points this season. We still have one because either Jordan Poole had thirty. Or Wiggins had thirty, or Wiggins had twenty six, and Jordan Poole had thirty. It's scary what we have, though. It's scary. You guys have a great core, and like I said, when Clay comes back and when Wiseman comes back, it's just gonna add more depth. So can't go wrong. I think it's gonna be a, a very interesting uh, next couple of weeks as, as the Warriors get a little more healthy. Yeah. Um. Another thing I want to talk about. Just a quick one. The Marcus Cousins went to the Bucks. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousin has been chasing a ring for how long now? Like, he just literally does he these one-year He went one to the Warriors. Deals. He went to the Lakers. Now he just went to the Bucks. He's all over the place. I feel bad for him because I don't think he's trying to admit the fact that his body's just not letting him continue to play basketball. You think he should retire, right? I mean, listen, no, I'm, I'm all for continue to fight and try to realize your dream and whatnot, but I don't even know how he makes these rosters. Exactly. So that was a quick one. You know, that's not really big, but I had to talk about it. So let's talk about the Ball Brothers. Lonzo beat... told you so. (laughs) Lonzo beat LaMelo, right? LaMelo was so mad at the refs. I think he said, one day after I'm I'm finished playing ball, I'm going to be one of the refs (laughs) and make good calls. Show you guys how to do it. Yeah. So (laughs) first of all, let's get this out of the way. The little brother is better than the big brother. Duh. The little brother had a better game that day as well. Yep. Hear this. LaMelo had 18 points, I think like 13 assists or something, and 7 rebounds. Lonzo had 16 points, 8 assists, less rebounds. Listen, and at, but at the end of the day, his team won. Exactly. You know, I and, think, and, and well, he's, got, he's got way more weapons, too. Exactly. You know, Ex- but, he has DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Nikola Vizhevic. But I will I will say this much, man. The, the Ball Brother matchup was really fun. That was cool. Yeah, I mean, two brothers, I think, are the only brothers right now. I mean, Se- Stephen Curry. How about the holidays? Well, hold on, wait, hold on. Stephen Curry's, br- Curry's brother is actually going to be, like, really good soon. But I think these are the only two. These are, like, the two brothers, like, 
the best duel of brothers. Like, nah. The holidays, Drew Holiday's only the good one. Listen, I give it to the Currys. Steph Curry is so good. So you think Stephen Curry and Seth Curry are better than Lonzo Ball and Lamelo Ball? Yes. Just because mm. Curry's so much better That's than only both of them. One person. Hold on, and then Seth is probably just as good, if not better, than Lonzo. Mm, no, he, I think I like Lonzo more. Than you Seth. like him, but it's not crazy to think that Seth, Seth Curry's like leading the league in, in like three point percentage or something. That's just three pointers, though. Yeah, but Lonzo is Lonzo's a good playmaker. I don't know. I think just because of Curry, I would take Curry over that combination that you mentioned. But which one is more fun? I mean, well, there you go. That's a different story. Oh, I know, but which more one's fun? more fun? Steph Curry's more fun. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, like facing each other because Seth Curry, you know, doesn't always produce. They they did play each other, actually, the Curry brothers. And um, they, they went at it. They went at it. Seth had a pretty good game. I mean, yeah, they... Oh. Seth Curry almost had more points than Stefan. Almost. And I think Steph looked at the box score and was like, nah. No, no, no. He didn't. He, apparently, nah. he said, oh, I didn't see how much points he had. I didn't even know what were the stakes when I shot that um, three-pointer at the last minute. Do you believe him? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I think that's Big Brother saying, hold up, little brother. You're not going to take my shine. Exactly. But it that, was fun. Yeah, it, that was pretty fun. Yeah, definitely fun. That's pretty cool to see that stuff. Yeah. So I just got. Uh, hold on, before you move on. So you know what's funny? His his father, who obviously everybody knows, Del? Levar Ball. Oh, Levar. No, I'm talking about the Ball brothers. Mm-hmm. He he wore he wore that hat that said "I told you so." <laughs> so he had told everybody that he's got two super. Well, technically, he used to say he had three NBA but superstars. Angelo never lived up to it. Right, but he definitely has two pretty darn good players, and I think Leangelo's playing overseas. So it's interesting how Leangelo almost made the NBA twice. He's been put on preseason rosters, but I think it's yeah. more of a, as a favor to his brothers and to the family, you know. That's true. That's true. So, you know jo- Jonas Valanciunas? Yes. Pelicans? Yeah. He had 29 points at halftime when these games. How did it, He how- ended it with 39 only. What's that about? 10 more points? Like, come on. Okay. Well, one, I'm pretty sure he was benched at the third probably quarter. probably blowing them out. Yeah, and then in the fourth quarter is like light work. And 39 points is still pretty good, though. That's absolutely great. Yeah. Like, that was like crazy. He's on my fantasy team, so that's a oh, really good. Of course, good, you would know what yeah, he did. That's a really good draft pick right there. I mean, wow. That was crazy. I mean, no one realizes it because who pays attention to the Pelicans? Um, not until Zion comes back. Exactly. When is he coming back? I have him in fantasy, too. Oh gosh. But he's coming back on like Maybe you're jinxing these people. <laughs> How though? I mean only Clay Thompson and Zion are on my injury list, I think. Only right only two superstars. That's true. But Zion is coming back on like I don't know. I don't even they they're always saying he's like quite like they don't have a timeline yet for his debut. Okay. Another thing, Kemba Walker's not in the starting rotation. So he's coming off the bench now? No, what? like he's not even on the bench. He is officially, like, he's not off the team, but he's not on the rotation at all. Really? He's playing zero minutes. It's crazy, right? You sure he didn't play yesterday against no, the Brooklyn Nets? No, uh, He wasn't on the bench or in the starting lineup. What's, and he was healthy. What's going on there? Kemba has been doing bad. Well, that I know. And, and Rose is like, found the fountain of youth again, which is crazy. And you know what's funny? They were playing against the Brooklyn Nets when they made that decision to put Kemba, like, 
not even on the bench. So, the the Knicks only lost by two points. That was without Kemba and with Derrick Rose and Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett. You know what's interesting? So, then it's supposedly the Nets, the Knicks are shopping uh, Kemba Walker. Supposedly. The who? The Knicks are willing to trade Kemba Walker, I think. For who, though? I mean, I guess they're putting him the trade block. So I wonder what uh, happened. It looks like something actually happened. Argument or something? I don't know. Team don't know. lack of chemistry. Let me see here. Kemba Walker confident. Yeah, no. I mean, listen, he's been benched, and I don't think he just. I don't think he understands it. I don't think he understands like why he's being benched. But I mean, listen, if it's him or or, or Rose. Rose is just playing better, man. Let's be honest. Yeah, and I and I thought Kemba was gonna be like good in the Knicks, like he was in like the Hornets days, but I don't think he's up to that anymore because of the Celtics. Like the Celtics, he he was used to like not scoring as much as he had to. He was just passing a lot and stuff to like Jason Tatum, and now I don't think he's like you know that superstar level anymore. I hear you. I hear you. I mean. That's tough. That's tough for an athlete to go through that, but he's definitely not having a good time in New York, and I thought he was going to be a big decision-maker for the New York Knicks. Yeah. So something else that I wanted to bring up is, um, obviously, we, we put this podcast together. It's, uh, it's You came up with the concept. You came up with kind of the ideas of um, how to how to do this podcast, how to do it right for, the, uh, for a youth audience, per se. And something very interesting that I think we should we should uh, start getting into is youth basketball. And and you've been very busy, so you've had your share of. Uh, Sander had his first tryout for an AAU basketball team. I want to say like a, a week or two ago. Uh, he's going through tryouts with his school basketball team. So you haven't played organized basketball in over two years, but this is your first time kind of dealing with the whole middle school basketball uh, tryouts and AAU basketball. How do you feel about it? Um, well, I feel like, once again, it's been two years. So I'm not sure how I do yet, like in the games and stuff. But I'm pretty excited because I'm going to have my first game of AAU this week, I want to say. And for my school team, I made the first cut. Today's the second cut, actually. So I have to see if I'll make that as well. Um, but yeah, it's been going great. I've been playing so much basketball lately. Uh, I find it, I feel like I've gotten back into it now. Like, you know, just the fast-paced game and stuff. You know, playing a lot. And yeah, I'm very excited to play basketball again. It's an interesting world, this whole AAU world. So, yeah. um, like, like, uh, Sanders done travel baseball and, and he was just in his school football team. But the whole AAU circuit is very different than than when I was growing up. I remember like I was in a in an after school program or something and we had a basketball team and that was our quote unquote travel team. No idea if they were called AAU, but the AAU world it definitely seems different, right? A lot more ball hogs. I think less <laughs> aggressive probably. Less or more aggressive? Less cuz wasn't like back in like your days it was more aggressive. No, I would say that they definitely ball hog more now. That's not being aggressive. Aggressive, I mean, like, you know, playing hard defense. Oh, I see what you're saying. And they're fouling. I think it's less aggressive than now. What do you think? I I, I would probably agree. Definitely a a little more tougher on the basketball I mean, I'm just assuming that, too, because let's let's face it, the the NBA NBA, as well. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Crazy. 
But to um, your point, though, the Bullhawk piece is definitely accurate. I see. Um, I mean, I think the the whole AAU environment is very, you know, kids are trying to kind of put on a show. Um, although we're in a we're in a really good organization. I mean, we'll see how it goes. We'll obviously share some feedback. Um, but you know, we're excited for it. I think it's going to be fun to uh, kind of get into this whole AAU world and. Yeah. And share some of those experiences with your audience, especially with any kids out there that are looking to kind of explore and experiment with um, travel basketball or AAU basketball, whatever we call it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And then, of course, as Sander mentioned, he's uh, going through his uh, next round of cuts for the middle school team. So yeah. wishing him the uh, the best of luck there. And um, it's interesting how we're getting back into uh, indoor sports um, with with regards to this pandemic. Uh, to your point, last time you played was maybe two years ago that you played organized basketball, and and then COVID kind of shut that down. So yeah, uh, a lot of pent up energy there. I still have to wear a mask. Like when I do, when I'm doing these right now, like the school's teams tryout, you we wear a mask. So it's pretty exhausting with the mask on, especially if you're like breathing when you're like running and stuff. So you, oh wow! So you guys are wearing masks um, indoors yeah. while you're doing all these running drills. Yeah, we have to. Uh, do you feel like you're getting enough oxygen though? Mm. Well, like they allow you to like put it down like for your nose and stuff, and a little bit of your like lip. Pretty much your mask down most of the time though. Got it. Got it. I mean, it's uh, I think basketball is a tough sport to play with a mask on. <laughs> well, wait. In my AAU team, I might have to play with a mask in the games. I'm not sure yet. You know, I the, hope it's just on the bench like baseball. Well, baseball, well, you guys baseball. are able to separate more. You're, you're not, nobody's playing all up on you, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's true. So it's, it's, I don't know. This is a whole new world with this pandemic. Um, this is a whole new world with AAU for, for you as a participant, for me as a parent. Um, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see kind of the, the, the style of basketball that's played in these, in these environments because it's only so much that we're able to see through our own team, but we're going to go up against really tough competition in, in Westchester, New York. And, oh, yeah. you know, I'm curious to see how these other teams fare and, and how advanced some of these kids are that have been playing basketball their whole lives. So, yeah. Um, once again, though, I'm very excited for this. And let's see what happens, right? That's it. Let's see what happens. All right. So uh, in breaking news, we also got the update regarding the Bulls and the Heat with this whole drama um, about tampering or, or basically the league came down with this investigation that the Chicago Bulls and the Miami Heat reached out to Lonzo Ball and to uh, Kyle Lowry a little too early, reached out to their representatives. So long story short, they basically both lose a second round draft pick in next year's draft. That's it? Pretty much. And, and wow. like a, then like a $10 million fine for each of them and stuff. So honestly, that's like a little slap on the wrist. Um, not a big deal. I don't know why they made it such a like dramatic thing, but yeah. not a big deal at all. So, all right, Santa, take us home. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. The Warriors and the Suns rematch December 3rd. So can't wait for the Warriors to get that rematch again so that they can be the first place. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Hoops R Us. Hey, buddy. Good luck. And uh, regarding the uh, trials for your middle school, leave it out on the floor. It's all that matters, all that counts. I know you always play with your heart. So whatever happens, happens. All right. Thanks, Dad. Peace, guys. Later. Later.